you have your Bibles this morning, go ahead and turn with me to John chapter number 8 and verse number 36. We're going to read that here in a few minutes. Well, I I pray everybody had a a great weekend. Hope you got to uh, eat a little bit. And uh, I I got a little homemade ice cream. And uh, that was, was, man, that was a blessing. Got to see some fireworks. And uh, so it was just a good time. We got an opportunity. We don't get to go a few times a year out to uh, visit Amy's parents. And so I uh, had, a, had a good time out there resting up. So hope you had a great weekend. But we're here today to talk about uh, our freedom. Now, aren't you glad you live in America? We're glad we're free. You know, we just celebrated uh, this weekend the anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. July 4th. 17 young people, 76, all right? It's 2014. Uh, any of you mathematicians, how, how, what, what year did we, uh, what, what anniversary was it? 238, that's right. 238. You know, it's amazing as we travel uh, around different parts of the country and the world, and we go and, you know, we look and we see in different places. They talk about the age of this, this castle and this thing and all that. And uh, I'm telling you, there's houses, there's trees older than our country. We're a very young country, uh, considered to the uh, rest of the world. In that 238 years, uh, there's a lot that has happened here. Uh, a lot of good, some bad and, uh, but we are still, I feel, I believe, the greatest nation on the earth. Uh, we started in God we trust. We were founded as 56 men from 15 states laid down their lives and their fortunes, their homes, their honor, and the welfare of their own families for a cause. And that cause, the grand cause, was the freedom from tyranny. And you know what, that, that, that started a, a great war, and the King Edward, I think the third or something, it was, it was crazy, a lot of things happened, but thank God, Amy, we celebrated, we won our freedom, but freedom was not free. It cost somebody their life. Somebody was willing to stand and fight for freedom. And today we still have young men and young women, amen, who are willing to stand and fight for freedom. Those of you who serve, how many this morning served in, in the uh, armed forces? Let me see your hands. All around here. Look here. Oh, come on, give them a hand clap. Come on. You know what? This morning, we say to you, thank you. Thank you for serving this great country. Thank you for being willing to fight for our freedom. Thank you for the sacrifice. Freedom is not free. It costs somebody something. You see, in the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence contains some of the most stirring words ever penned by man. These, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You see, at that moment, a nation was born and guaranteed under our Constitution and the Bill of Rights that all men would be free from the oppression of other men. And from that time, we have had to continually 
Stand up for that freedom. Fight for that freedom. Blood has been shed continually to help us remain free. And we have tried to go out and help others to be free from tyranny, from dictators, amen, from oppression. And we have tried to help people experience what we have. Not everybody in the world has the freedom to come and to worship as they please. There's many churches today that are meeting in homes, meeting underground, meeting secretly. Amen. They're being, right now, there's Christians all over the world being killed for the gospel's sake. Today, as we sit here in our padded pews in the air conditioning, Christians will go out into eternity, be shot, beheaded, amen, killed in various forms simply because they name the name of Jesus. Dr. Martin Luther King had a dream of freedom that all men, regardless of their race, he preached and taught equality and freedom from oppression. You see, the dream of freedom in 1776 and the dream of equality for all men came from the same source, God. You see, God is the one that put it in the hearts of man to be free. But only God can give real Freedom. See, you're there in chapter uh, John chapter 8 and verse 36. And it says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye are free indeed. I said, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. John chapter 8 and verse 32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You see, Jesus Christ is the source of our real freedom and equality. Outside of Christ, there is no freedom. Oh, people today say, I've gotten free, but they think they're free to do whatever they want to. That's not true freedom. If you were to ask people on the streets today, are you free? Oh, yes, I'm free. Why are you free? Because I'm an American. I live in America. I have freedom. Yet, are they really free? Like it or not, listen, there is no absolute freedom. We may live in a free society given the right of freedom by our Constitution, protected from outside intervention by the other nations, but really, without Christ, we are not truly free. You see, in a free society, men and women and boys and girls, we're able to move about and do what we want to do. But sadly, inside of every one of us, there's a heart, there's a, something called the flesh that chases after sin. And sin and rebellion against God brings us into bondage and darkness. You see, it places us under the condemnation of the law of God. It causes us to be sentenced to eternal punishment. And we're free to commit sin. But our sin then determines our destiny and our freedom is gone. You see people all the time say, well, I'm free to do what I want to. I'm free to take this drug. I'm free to drink this alcohol. I'm free to smoke this or snort this. I'm free to watch this. And then, I mean, yeah, you're free. You're absolutely right. You can do it if you want to. But then you do it, and then it becomes a habit. And then it becomes addiction. And now you're no longer free. You are bound into bondage to that thing. And now you don't get to do what you want to do. You do what it tells you to do. You do it when it tells you to do it. You give in to those cravings and those desires. And, and yeah, you're free to do what you want to. But then that desire dictates 
and becomes your slave master. Satan does not allow you to have true freedom. He does his best to steal your joy, your life, and your ability to pursue happiness. And he will take your home, your job, your family, your soul, and he'll leave you bound and afflicted and depressed and discouraged and destroyed. Amen. He do, you don't have true freedom. He doesn't give you a choice. See, people think, well, I, you know, I'm doing my own thing. No, you're not. You're doing the devil's thing. And you don't even know it. He's in control. He takes your ability away to choose. And he leaves you with only one course to follow. You see, we're powerless within ourselves to get away from the grip that the enemy has. We're, we become slaves to our own desires and slaves to our sin. And slaves bound by sin and condemned by sin. And slaves powerless to break free. Slaves in the middle of what we claim is freedom. Well, I'm free to do whatever I want to. We're slaves in the middle of freedom. We're slaves and unable to even believe that we are slaves. No, I can quit any time I want to. We don't even understand and know that we're, we're bound by sin. We're bound by oppression and depression and fear and unbelief. And, and, and the, the curse of sin is upon us. But thanks be to God. Can I get an Amen. Don't be deceived. You'll be a slave to someone or something. You have little choice. You can either refuse to be controlled and surrender to the will of God or be controlled by the devil. Or you can accept the Lord and surrender to Him and be controlled by God. I want to be controlled by God. Amen? Because when He controls me, he leads me in the right direction. Amen. The, the blessings are there. The, the eternity and heaven is there. Oh, I don't mind being controlled by God. Amen. Because when I'm being led by the Spirit, He only leads me into good things. When you're led by the flesh and we sin, amen, the, the wages of sin is death. Amen. What about the scriptures we read? Jesus said that you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. He said, we read a while ago, if the Son has set you free, you're free indeed. Is, is that a lie? So many people, so many Christians sit right in the church and, and, and they're bound by habits and addiction and, and they, 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 they battle with mental torment and anguish and depression and all the things. Hey, is it really true that Jesus can set me free? Is there no real freedom? Is it just a lie? Oh, I'm telling you this morning, there is true freedom. You can be free in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, in your emotions, in your will. Amen. You can have peace with God. You can lay your head on your pillow at night and not be afraid. Amen. You can go to work in the morning and not be in fear. I'm telling you, you can know. You, can, you won't be afraid to die. Death, where's your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Thanks be to God. He has taken the sting out of death. I don't have to fear death because I know to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But there's people that they don't have that confirmation. They don't have that peace in their heart because they don't have true freedom. What is this uncommon freedom we speak of when we come to Jesus confessing our sin, accepting Him as our Lord and making Him Lord of our life? That's where real freedom begins. You see, only in Jesus do we have a real choice. When we choose Him, we choose life. Jesus loves us so much that he, he allows us. He gave us a free will. We're not robots. 
He, he, you know, he has so many created beings that are created to do one thing, and they, that's what they do. But he gave us a free will. He created us in his image and his likeness, and he allows us to sin if we want to sin, but we have to reap the consequences of that also. The blood of Jesus will break every yoke of sin that hangs about our neck. And the blood of Jesus will break every chain of oppression that binds us. The blood of Jesus washes away every sin and every stain that stains our heart and our soul. I'm telling the blood of Jesus, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. The blood of the Lamb. Jesus Christ will break every power of hell that binds us. When we come to know Jesus, Jesus who is the truth. He is the life. He is the way. It means that we learn what real freedom is. When Jesus makes you free, you're free indeed. Oh, you're free indeed. You're free in your heart, in your mind, in your wills, in your emotions. The weight of sin is lifted. Amen. Your eternity is sure. And you have confidence and peace with God. There's something about peace with God that makes all the difference. When you come to know the truth. Jesus said, when you know the truth, who's the truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. When you know Jesus, you know the truth. And when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. You see, when you're under Satan's bondage, you don't have a choice whether you live to sin or not. You just do. Satan is a hard taskmaster. He'll keep you longer. He'll take you deeper. Amen. He'll take you further than you wanted to go, and he'll keep you longer. I'm telling you, he's in control. He's not a good master. He's ruthless. But God gives us freedom to choose whether we continue to walk that way or not. You can choose. You can have freedom. You don't have to be bound by that oppression. You don't have to be bound by that sin. You don't have to be bound, amen, to that drug. You don't have to be bound, amen, to lust and pride and envy and jealousy. You don't have to be bound by pornography or by alcohol. You don't have to be bound by all the things of the world. You can make a choice today. You can choose Jesus. And Jesus will set you free. So you've been trying to get free on your own. You've been trying to resist. You've been saying no. And we do good for a while. But then we're weak and we fail. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's not one person in this house today that is perfect. That is not sinned. That is not failed. And that was not on their way to hell at some point. But Thank God, amen, many in the house have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They repented of their sin and today they are free from their past and they're on their way to heaven. You can be too. You see, real freedom only comes from Jesus. But God is gracious. And loves us and is willing to accept us. And to hear our cry of repentance and salvation. He, he, he does it again and again and again. And he never gets tired of hearing his children call on him. The Bible says his mercy is new every morning. God's not mad at you. He loves you. 
He's not tired of hearing you cry. But, but you don't understand. I just keep coming back for the same thing. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Come on, keep on calling. Keep on asking. Keep on crying out. He loves you. Amen. You are his child. He created you. He formed you. Amen. He's got a home in heaven waiting for you. He just wants you to make the right choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You see, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1 says, Stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So many times Christians come, amen, and God does a miracle in their heart. They accept Him as their Lord and Savior, and He sets them free, but then they go out and they stray and they get entangled again. You say, Pastor, what do I do? Come back. Call out on Jesus. Ask for help. Ask for mercy. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain help and strength in the time of need. I'm going to tell you something. When you're in bondage, when you're bound, amen, when you're depressed and sick, amen, when you're addicted, that's the time of need right there. He said, call on me. And I'll answer. You see, there's real freedom of choice. There's the real right to life. There's the real pursuit of happiness. It's found in Jesus. People say, well, I'm free to do all this stuff. You know, I'm, 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 I'm moving to Colorado, so I'll be free to smoke me some marijuana. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go ahead. You'll find out you won't be free. It'll become your slave. It'll become your taskmaster. It'll take all your money. You see, that's how the devil does. I mean, he gets you bound by things that takes all your money, and now you don't have money for your family. Now you, you, you're not paying your tithes. You're not honoring God, and he gets you deeper and deeper and deeper in debt and in sin. But Jesus wants to set you free. Don't spend your money on all that stuff. Amen. Be a, use it to be a blessing to somebody. Be a blessing in the kingdom of God. Be a blessing to your family. Stop letting the devil steal your stuff. Y'all going to make me start preaching in a minute. Jesus wants us to feel free from sin and bondage and from oppression. He wants us to enjoy life. You can't enjoy life when the devil's stealing your stuff. You can't enjoy life amen, when you're bound and wrapped it up and caught up in the things of the world. He's given us all of eternity. He wants us to enjoy. He wants you to be happy. Happy in the knowledge of Him. And happy in having a real purpose of living. He wants to provide you that uncommon freedom. You see, freedom can only be experienced through His saving grace. A freedom that can give you greater liberty than any law or any constitution of man. A freedom that can no man can take away. No law can stop. No power on earth or power of hell can destroy. You see here in America, our freedoms are little by little being taken away. But the devil can never take away the freedom that Jesus gives. Amen. Whether you're rich, poor, sick, well, old, young, or any other circumstance in life, you can have the freedom. That Jesus promises in His Word. You can have that uncommon freedom today. You can know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You can surrender your life to Him. Jesus gives you the right to live. He gives you the right to happiness. He gives you the right to be equal with Him and in His inheritance. He says He's making you heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. He gave us the right to be free. 
But are you free? Or are you bound by sin and rebellion? Are you really free? Or are you trapped in a lifestyle that keeps dragging you down? You see, give your freedom to Jesus today. All of that rights you have. Well, I have the right. I can do anything I want to. Why don't today you give that to Jesus and say, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Jesus had to come to that place in the garden when he said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. And he surrendered himself to the cross. Oh, but because he surrendered himself to the cross, amen, God raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the Father and said, now there's given him a name above all names that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You see? Amen. You are either going to bow your knee here while you're free and have a choice or on judgment day you'll be forced to bow your knee and give him honor see I don't want to be forced I, I, I want to give him my heart today I want to choose freedom I want to choose life I want to give up my freedom for Jesus today and allow him to use me and, and, and let me do what he wants me to accept him as your Lord and your Savior confess him as master of your destiny surrender your will to him once and for all then you'll truly know the truth and the truth will make you free. That's when true freedom comes. Only when you know Jesus can you truly be free. When you meet Jesus, when you accept Him as Lord and Savior, when He washes all of your sins away, everything you ever said, did, thought, acted. Anybody ever had a bad thought? Anybody ever acted ugly? Have you ever said something you shouldn't have said? Did something you shouldn't have done? Guess what? When you ask Him to forgive you, all of that is covered in His blood and washed away from the very time, the moment, amen, you started, amen, until this day, amen, you're, it's clean, amen, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus, and that is your Independence Day. July the 6th, 2014, you can celebrate as your Independence Day. That was the day I became free in Jesus. That's the day my past was forgiven. As the band comes, that was the day that everything changed. That was the day that my chains were broken. That was the day that this slave became free. See, people think religion is bondage. Man, I can't, I can't believe you. You, you. you can't do this and you can't do that. I can do anything I want to. The thing about it is, Jesus changes your heart and you don't want to do that stuff. I'm free to do it all. I just don't want to. Because I want to please God. Because I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have a destiny. I have a future. I have a purpose. I have a plan. And I've been set free. Amen. You're here today and you say, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I've never 
felt the freedom that Christ brings. My sin, my past haunts me. I'm burdened down. Today I need Jesus. You say, Pastor, I, I, I've given my heart to the Lord and I've experienced that, but I've kind of strayed. I, I'm struggling. I've, I've got some bondages, some habits, some addiction that I've allowed to come into my life and I need freedom today. Today you may be bound. You may have some habits and addictions that control you and you're enslaved to. And today, you need a supernatural intervention. You need to be set free and delivered. Today's your day. I can't set you free, but Jesus can. Or you may just be here and you say, Pastor, I'm saved. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm free, but... The devil's doing everything he can to take my freedom. I want to ask every one of you. He's after. He's trying to steal your freedom. He's trying to steal your peace of mind. He's doing, but you know, you say, Pastor, I'm going to stand firm today. I'm going to make a declaration. I'm free in Jesus, and I'm going to stay that way. You stay in the altar. You stay in prayer. You stay in the presence of God. You stay in the Word. You'll stay free. When you start doing your own thing, when the enemy comes in and begins to set traps to enslave you, bring you back into bondage. But thanks be to Jesus, whom the Son has set free, is free indeed. Amen.